morning, everyone. Good morning. morning. Happy Ascension Day. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O King of glory, Lord of hosts, uplifted in triumph far above the heavens, leave us not without consolation, but send us the Spirit of truth whom you promised from the Father. For you live and reign with him and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. 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 We're celebrating uh, the seventh Sunday of Easter for the Bible study, but it is Ascension Day, so we'll kind of connect that too. But if you would have the first reading. First reading for the seventh Sunday of Easter is from the book of Acts, chapter 1, starting at verse 12. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. And when they had entered, they went up to the upper room where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the zealot, and Judas the son of James. All these, with one accord, were devoting themselves to prayer, together with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and his brothers. In those days Peter stood up among the brothers, the company of persons was in all, about 120, and said, Brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who had become a guide to those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered among us and was allotted his share in this ministry. Now this man bought a field with the reward of his wicked, wickedness, and falling headlong he burst open in the middle, and all his bowels gushed out. And it became known to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the field was called in their own language a keldama, that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, May his camp become desolate, and let there be no one to dwell in it, and let another take his office. So one of the men who have accompanied us during all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us, one of these men must become with us a witness to his resurrection. And they put forward two, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also called Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. And they cast lots for them, and the lot fell to Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. The second reading is from the Revelation of St. John, the 22nd chapter. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, through the middle of the street of the city, also on either side of the river, the tree of life, with its twelve kind of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads, and night will be no more. They will need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. And he said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must take place. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay everyone for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Mega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, so that they may have the right to the tree of life, that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and the sorcerers and the sexually immoral, murderers and adulterers, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. 
I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. And the gospel reading is from John 17, 20 to 26. Jesus said, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, and you and me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you, you sent me and love them even as you love me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am, to see my glory that you have given me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I have made known to them your name, and will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. So I mentioned earlier, today is Ascension Day, and Ascension, well, Easter, the, the Ascension of our Lord, and Pentecost are all intimately related. Jesus took on our flesh and blood to take on our mortality so that we might take on his immortality in the flesh. So that he won for us in his suffering, death, and, and resurrection. And then what he does is he promises his spirit, right? And um, he ascends into heaven not to leave us, but to fill all things in heaven and on earth. And he, in our text, prays for the disciples, but not only them, for all who would believe in him through his word, that they may be one as they are one, that God be with us and us with God uh, and, and be together as God created and redeemed it all to be. <clears throat> so um, this was made possible through his death and resurrection. And then Jesus uh, points to Pentecost as how the spirit would come down and the spirit works through the word of God to bring all of these blessings into our hearts and lives, to bring uh, the ascended Lord to fill us with him and all of his blessings. That's what he does whenever and wherever the word of God is proclaimed. Today I'll be talking about uh, an Ascension Day airdrop. On my iPhone there's an airdrop and airdrop can send images to someone next to you who has a phone open and um, it's amazing how those images go through the air uh, to the other phone. Well, really, our Lord does far more than that. Uh, he makes an ascension airdrop by his spirit at work through his word in holy baptism, taking up residence with us in the flesh, whenever and wherever his word is proclaimed. And then um, think about this. He makes that ascension day airdrop with his very body and blood in the Lord's Supper, which we'll celebrate today and, and on Sunday as well. 
So words, especially, and well, most especially, are important. And, as, and, and the word of God is the most important word of all. Words give meaning. If we mess with words, we mess with meaning and purpose in life. And it's not then, well, it shouldn't surprise us that the devil seeks to mess with words. Uh, one of, I was just talking to one of our members and she was confused. We were talking about this and, and she said, I was talking to a relative who is having a baby and she said, they is doing fine. And she said, they, are you having twins? She said, no, that's what you call a baby. They, the pronoun they for the baby. And she goes, well, that's plural. Well, no, it's now the word for my baby. So when individuals take away meanings from words, we're not going to be able to talk with each other at all. And people are seeking to take away the meaning of the word of God, which has purpose, which delivers forgiveness, life, and peace in Christ. So notice what Jesus prays for. Um, he prays for those who will believe in me through their word, through the word of the apostles, and through the word of those in apostolic ministry, through the word of those in the priesthood of all believers, ultimately, um, through the word of our teachers, through the word of, of everyone who confesses the faith. The word of God brings the blessing of God, puts God with us and us with God, and makes us one, perfectly one, in him. So that's where I'm going with this. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Um, I think that as I was reading that, or as we were reading the gospel lesson, Jesus' prayer for, for really for unity, and um, our world is about as disunified right now as you possibly could imagine. And it's hard for us to kind of wrap our minds around the disunity politically, um, with words, as you were mentioned, with our sexual identity. And there's, there's only one thing that will bring this world together in oneness again, and that is through God's word. The word that's proclaimed, the word that's delivered in the Holy Communion. And uh, if you're looking for unity, there's only one place you'll find it, and that is gathered around the altar, where we join together with that complete union of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, brought here at this table as we unite together in the oneness of his flesh. And there's a great hymn that Luther wrote, um, and it, it's a communion hymn, and I think of this, this hymn this morning specifically. Um, it's, O Lord, we praise thee. He writes this text, May God bestow on us his grace and favor, that we follow Christ our Savior and live together here in love and union, nor despise this blessed communion, O Lord, of mercy. Let not thy good spirit forsake us. Grant that heavenly-minded he make us. Give thy church, Lord, to see days of peace and unity. O Lord, have mercy. And uh, this text, these texts really unite us together as Jesus cries out in that, in that uh, reading from Revelation. Um, he cries out, the spirit and the bride say, come. Come and unite with Jesus and one another in that Holy Communion. That's where the Spirit is at work. Mm -hmm. That's the only place we'll fi find healing and unity this side of eternity.
Absolutely. Yeah. Pick up on any of that? Uh, it's interesting that the hymn of the day that we're using on Sunday, uh, 467, Awake My Heart with Gladness, um, all, uh, now that we're talking about unity, all uses the personal pro pronoun I. It's Paul Gerhardt hymn. Uh, and, um, you know, Luther's uh, era, uh, the mm -hmm. hymnody was very much um, using we and talking about uh, the church and all Christians and uh, a lot of emphasis on, you know, that objective justification. Uh, and then Paul Gerhardt, another great Lutheran hymn writer, um, a century later, um, is, is saying how this... Um, uh, this righteousness won for me uh, and talking about um, what it has done for uh, personally for uh, for him but it also talks about all all Christians because all Christians can, can I just it. interact there I, I think you know Luther was getting at this objective justification um, and Paul Gerhardt now comes and brings how this now becomes mine mm -hmm. that, that the spirit delivers us not only all of us, but take and eat. This Personally. is my body, my blood. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. I forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father. And that we are united together um, mm -hmm. in one. So they yep. they both really work together yes. well. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, and there are seven verses of this hymn, and we'll, we'll sing them on Sunday. Uh, but they're just, um, they're great verses. And almost every single verse talks about this struggle between the world and... Um, in Christ, uh, talking about, um, like verse 5, the world against me rages, in its fury I disdain, though bitter war it wages, its work is all in vain. Uh, my heart from care is free, no trouble troubles me, misfortune now is play, and night is bright as day. Um, and uh, every single verse talks about that conflict that we have, but then brings it around to the calm and the peace that, that Christ brings. Um, if we're going to sing a verse, I would say verse three um, talks about that mm. that peace and that comfort uh, that Christ's resurrection has won for us. That sounds good. Should do verse three. Sure. sure. Let's do it. This is a sight that gladdens. What peace it doth impart? No, nothing ever saddens. The joy within my heart, no gloom shall ever shake, no foe shall ever take the hope which God's own Son in love for me has won. Well, thank you. Thank you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. 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 Thank you for choosing this podcast. Trinity Lutheran Church School and Child Care has been making known the love of Christ in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and throughout the world since 1853 as a congregation gathering around God's Word and sacraments to receive the forgiveness of life everlasting. We invite you to visit us in person. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. You can support our content by visiting our website, trinitysheboygan.org, and click on the Donate button. And check out our YouTube channel for weekly Bible studies and divine service. Music for this production was obtained through a licensing agreement with One License LLC. Learn more at onelicense.net.